Welcome back to Basic Brain Heart, the show where we celebrate and interrogate creatives of all stripes. I'm Hannah Camacho. Don't forget, no matter where you found us, you can subscribe to the show um, in iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you're feeling really generous and you have a minute or two, it'd be amazing if you could leave a rating or review on the iTunes App Store. That helps us get discovered and uh, helps us find other basic brain hearts who may appreciate the show's content. This week, we have a really fantastic ceramics artist, uh, Katie Kimmel. I discovered her um, amazing doggy vases uh, on social media, and they have really taken off. And I love her sense of humor, her style, everything about what she's doing. She's just being completely herself. And I love her approach to life, and she's just a very honest person. So the conversation was a lot of fun, and um, I really appreciated her perspective on art and creating and life in general. I hope you enjoy the conversation with Katie Kimmel as much as I did. And if you want to go ahead and browse some of the stuff she has created while you listen, uh, be sure to check out the show notes because I've put links there to make it easy for you. Uh, And without further ado, here's my conversation with Katie Kimmel. Katie, I'm super stoked about having you on the show today. I really have admired kind of the mixture of like fun, whimsical, physical art that you've come up with, as well as, of course, dabbled in like comedic messaging. I find it really, really charming and fun. So I'm I'm super excited to have you on today. Thanks for taking the time. Yeah, amazing. I was so touched that you emailed me to talk to me. Oh. Nobody else wants to. So. <laughs> I doubt that. Yeah. No. no, that's great. And um, before we kind of dive into all the the bazillions of questions that I have for you about your journey so far, um, I'd love to hear about what you're up to these days. So what are, sounds like certainly art is, is taking up the vast majority of your time, but what, tell me what you're doing. Um, so I'm currently staying with a friend in the Mojave Desert. She's also a ceramic artist. So I'm kind of working out of her studio and it's amazing because um, I'm able to just completely focus on making ceramic art and I don't have to worry about like anything really. It's just, I feel like I'm at camp really. So that's kind of what I'm up to right now is. So I've never done ceramic art. I know that sounds horrible. Um, so don't judge me, but what kinds of, even call me, how dare I? (laughs) So what kinds of tools are involved? Is it similar to pottery? I'm guessing to some degree. It's exactly pottery. I mean, it's just like there's kind of two routes. One is throwing on the wheel, which is just what you've seen probably on your Instagram, like therapy videos. And um, the other is just hand building, which is exactly what it sounds like. And that's kind of what I'm more interested in um, is the sculpture part of it. So, I mean, really, it's just my hands. There's kind of like a a little metal tool that makes little lines and things. And that's kind of it. It's there's not much to it. I mean, for the hand building part, it's really just clay. And then when you get into the painting, that's where it's more of a, a collection of gotcha. items. Yeah. That's super interesting. And I, I can't wait to kind of dig into like where and when you decided that that was what you were really passionate about, at least in this time of your life. Um, but let's maybe even rewind the clock a little further. Um, I, I've, it seems like a lot of artists know from a very young age that at least they're passionate about art. And I'd love to hear about maybe your early life and when you started to realize that you were really crazy about art and, and started to express yourself that way. 
Uh, so yeah, exactly. Like I, I always knew I was interested in art. I think um, I went through like waves where I was more able to let myself be an artist. Um, and then in high school where I was uh, completely shut down and not able to do things. But um, uh, sorry, I just lost my train of It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> That's how our brains work, right? They're just all over yeah. the place and never. So you were shut. So in high school, you weren't able to do things. Was there a reason yeah, for that? Or? I mean, it's like when you make art, it's just so like directly connected to your personality and your identity. And I was super shy and nervous. So there's like no way that even privately, I think my brain would let me go anywhere in making artwork or having any sort of like journey. But as a kid, like I would scour craft websites and I got my house infested with rats because I was saving pizza boxes in my closet. Um, I went through a big waterproofing phase where I build big forts and then I'd put layers and layers and layers of masking tape on it, like convinced that it will stand the test of time. And then I'd in California wait six months for it to rain and then I'd run outside with the box and sit in it until it fell apart. It was definitely something that was like always fun for me and something that I wanted to do. I don't even know when I realized that it was something I wanted to do as a career or just like my everything. Sure. That's, uh, that's really interesting. And did you find yourself when you were younger drawing a lot or was it really more towards like the the creating and making and sculpting with your hands it was always sculpture That's so interesting yeah always sculpture I mean I do paint like sure. now yeah it's yeah not the same for me at all as sculpture is so my interest so what is it do you think about sculpture that it, you find really attractive and interesting like what for me like when I draw I love just being able to take an idea and somehow try to make it a visual reality what is it about like sculpting something that really is kind of therapeutic for you I think it's just that especially with ceramics it's like kind of make it and then it's there like it just exists you can pick it up put it on a shelf like with a lot of times with painting I'm like okay you make the painting and then it goes on the wall but like with sculpture I'm like oh I can make a little guy put them in my bag and we're best friends now. And <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah. It's more like, like the finished product is mm. so much more satisfying. And I really feel more like I made something than like a flat image. Totally. No. And it's probably somewhat useful sometimes. Like I was talking to um, someone who does some of the most amazing pottery I've ever seen. And I was asking her kind of the same question and she was just saying, I want anything I make to just be of use somehow. Like you can use it somehow and it exists and helps people. And that was just, that's such an interesting perspective. And, and I find that really interesting. That's so cool. Now, along those lines, um, you have the coolest animal vases on your website, which of course we'll be linking to in the show notes. Um, can you talk to me about kind of where the inspiration for those uh, came from and like how have those just exploded? Are people just loving them? I am honestly every day so surprised by, I mean, I guess not because I obviously really like them and think they're just the cutest little guys, but I was not expecting things to go this direction at all with them. I, I mean, 
and now I've said it uh, other places, but I really now wish that there was like some cute story to go behind it for me to like blurb everywhere and be like, oh my God, I'm so inspired by my dog. I love my dog so much. Um, but I was just, you know, oh, and it even kind of comes back to what that, what that other ceramicist was saying about wanting to be useful. That was never, ever my concern ever. <laughs> I don't care if it lives in a trash can. I don't care if it lives in a... Like, I don't... Whatever. Everything was just for, like, <laughs> shell. But, um... And I was talking to this gallery owner about a piece that I had made, and he was like, um... You know, it's really cool, but, like, what would anyone do with this? <laughs> and I was not... No, thank you so much. Um, no, I was not in, offended by that at all. Because I was like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I don't even want to deal with this thing, but I think it's cool. Um, so I was just starting to like, uh, kind of like as a like a practice guideline, I was like, okay, I'm going to make like what my sculptures look like, but with some sort of function. So like, maybe more people will want them or like maybe I'll want them or like blah, blah, blah. Um, or just like as an exercise. So I made the vase shapes and I did a couple with like people faces on them. And then I don't know. I, I make art, I make dogs sometimes. So I just did the dog. Not like cute. So I made a bunch more. And I was like, all right, I'll put these online, like see what people say. And then it was like crazy and it's insane now like I literally cannot keep up with it like I cannot keep these guys that's awesome congratulations thank you it's so it's such a great problem to have but um, <laughs> absolutely do you find I, yourself getting tired of making them or is it still like it's really fun still it I have to keep reminding myself that it's really fun because sometimes it gets, <laughs> I it, like I feel insane Saying, I'm like I made so many of these today and it's not even enough like totally. I'm like a human factory wow. but I've, I've pretty much I've sped up the process so much because I've done it so much yeah. now that it, it's really not it is really fun I shouldn't even pretend to complain about it no no I was but that's the genuine question that I have because Oftentimes there are artists where they'll create something and then they have, you know, demand picks up and people want it and then they have to end up creating that same thing over and over and over. And it's always something I've had as a curiosity. You know, it does it sometimes get a little tiring. And I think you're just being honest where it, it, but again, of course, the success is incredible and I'm super stoked for you. Um rewinding I guess a little bit again uh when did you decide that art was going to be your profession like you were going to go to art school and this was going to be something that you wanted to do with your life was that a hard decision to make or um a, an easy one I think that it was something a decision I made without really thinking about it and just I'm really lucky that like my gut feeling was correct about my interest because like I said like in high school I was so nervous and stunted and I thought like oh that I a fairy needed to fly down from heaven and like hand me a crown as an artist and then I was like then I was an artist like someone else needed to tell me like I didn't understand just like letting yourself make things and whatever um 
Do you feel uh, so, like do you feel like you're a lot um, different than you were in high school? Obviously, as far as your personality uh, is concerned, do you feel much more outgoing and relaxed, kind of in who you are? I mean, maybe two thousand percent. Oh well, well that's good. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so I think when I was deciding what colleges to go to, I was just like, oh well, art school, because like, what else would I do? Like I. I didn't know what any of my interests were. I had no idea what I wanted. So I didn't even go to college right away. I went to a school, like an in-between school, not even like a junior college. I think technically it's for high school students, but I went like the semester after high school called the Oxbow School, which is O-X-B-O-W. It's in Napa Valley, California. And it was amazing and life-changing, and it was just, like, camp, really, but um, it was just, like, a fast track to, like, building confidence, especially surrounded by art, and all the, a lot of the people there are still some of my best friends, and it was just super, like, definitely one of the best decisions I ever made was to go there. So, um, after that, it was just, like, I was just, like, on such an aware track of, like, what I wanted. Or, I mean, so I thought. Well, I mean, not to say, like, things are so crazy, but sure. I definitely knew I wanted to be an, an art, a working artist. It was really clear to you, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So, so after, where did you end up going to art school officially after that? After that, I went to the School of the Art Institute of Chicago, and what was it about that school that really like attracted you to it? I, um, I, some of the teachers at Oxbow had kind of let me know that that was the college that had like the most similar curriculum to Oxbow. I was just so happy with like the environment I was in that I was like, oh, no brainer. Um, yeah. So that's, I mean, I, I only applied there. That's well, hey, and you got in, and the rest is history, right? I was like, I'll figure it out if I don't get it. No, that's so cool. And I, a lot of the folks that we have had on the show so far, of course, have gone to art school. And some of the, they, there's like mixed reviews. Some of them say it's the best thing I ever did. It really set me up for success. And some are grateful for their time, but feel like maybe they could have still been okay without it. Was there, was there maybe a huge takeaway that art school gave you that you feel has really helped sort of set you up for some moderate success, whatever you, however successful you feel you have been so far? Well, I just wish, honestly, I don't understand why art colleges don't have, like, business departments. Oh, that's a good point. Um, that's, like, my biggest thing is, like, at, at this point, like, when I'm with my website and everything is that being an artist is so much being a human business that I just don't understand why there's, like, no one else in the academic, like, world has been like oh yeah there we should be offering business classes because I would have taken them absolutely I, yeah the most I had was like how to be a gallery owner which is like oh my that, I mean that's a totally different that's not realistic <laughs> yeah it's like yeah that's just like going to school to be a teacher oh my goodness it's like 
that's that's a really interesting point because i mean a lot of the artists that i know that create some sort of physical goods or what have you they do they're they're like entrepreneurs on the side but they have to work a day job um and had they had that training maybe they wouldn't have to have a day job maybe art could be their you know full-time pursuit that's a really interesting point i'm glad you brought that up well it's just something that like i like I assumed when I was building my website, I was like, any questions I have, I'll just Google it. But it's just not really as simple as that. And there's like, I'll, I mean, if anyone's listening to this and has a business degree, <laughs> please email me. I would like, keep it real. I like I keeping know, it real. <laughs> I don't know anybody. I'm like, I only know the people in my bubble. I don't know any business people. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so along the lines, of course, of, uh, coming out of school, um, pursuing art, which of course is probably super scary. I mean, I, as, while I like to fancy myself a hobby artist, um, I've never been brave enough to pursue it full time. Um, so was that really scary to graduate and sort of head into making stuff? Um, at this point, it's not that scary. I could see it getting a little scary in the future just because, like I said, I'm living at a friend's house in the desert and working out of a studio. So my only real like expenses besides like feeding myself and buying sunblock is um, art supplies. So that's like a pretty amazing situation to be in as an artist. Like, I mean, so rare. So right now it's like, yeah, it's so easy for me to be a full-time artist. Like I have all the drive and like, I'm very self-motivated. And so, but I mean, obviously I can't stay there for forever Sure. as much as I would like to. <laughs> oh, dang it. So, yeah. Why does real sure. life have to get in the way? <laughs> I know. So I could see like, I mean, up until I moved to the desert, um, I did, I did have a part-time job and was doing that. I worked at a place in Los Filos called Glaze Fire, which was like a, or it is, it's really fun. It's like um, a paint-your-own-pottery studio. Yeah, so that was awesome. I was lucky to have a part-time job that was like connected to my interests, and they would let me use their kiln on the days off from firing the, like, customer pottery. That's awesome. So it was pretty sweet. I love it when um, there are you find folks in the art community who are really like generous and open armed. I, I've encountered a few like smaller communities where it seems like there are walls up, and and I've I'm a very enthusiastic art lover, and I love to interact with artists and talk to them and learn from them. But it seems there are occasionally times where it's hard to break into that world. And so anytime someone, you know, Hey, you can use our kiln after these hours or whatnot. That's, that's awesome. I love it. Love that. I know, it was amazing. Uh, I was so happy and grateful to like have that support because you're right. It, I mean, and there's like, i I lived in LA for two years after college and um, the whole first year until I started working there, I didn't know any other visual artists. I mean, I kind of did, but like none doing anything in the world of like what I was doing and every gallery show I went to was like, I rebuilt a brick wall, which like I... I'm honestly not like do if you want to bring make a brick wall like you have a conceptual reason to do it, 
just do it. But like, I personally don't know how to have a conversation about it. And like, I don't really want to. So it was just like, I mean, I never was going, I was like never hanging out in any sort of community. And it really, really was just through Instagram that I have like any friends at all. Wow, that's super fascinating. And it is a shame that sometimes the art community, while I don't want to bash on anyone, can sometimes not be open armed to artists of all types and all styles. And and I I know that I've uh, gone through a wee bit of that. And it's definitely frustrating. But I I just love and appreciate people who are open armed. Um, So as you've been kind of experimenting and developing your style, uh, visually, and even with some messaging, for instance, I seriously, I love the mug that you designed that says I skipped breakfast and it ruined my life because that's oh, yeah. basically my life. <laughs> yeah. And, and I things do. Like, yeah. Right. And I love the kind of your, your, your flavor of messaging is so whimsical and so fun. Um, do you like, can you, can you talk a little bit about sort of experimenting with your sense of humor and putting it into art form? And do you find that, do you ever find that scary or do you just not care? Like, Hey, I I like this. I think it's funny. I'm just going to put it out there. I mean, I always just think like with the breakfast thing, it's like either you'd think it was funny or you just wouldn't think anything of it at all. It's relatable. That's for sure. Yeah. Like, um, I don't know. I, I don't even remember how I came to that. I think I did skip breakfast and then I threw up. Oh, no. Then I was, because I, if I skip breakfast, I get really nauseous. I don't know why. It's oh, like, man. Someone told me it was like stomach acid. I just um, always eat breakfast. So it it's doesn't come up very often. But um, yeah, I got super nauseous. I think I said it to somebody like my life is over because <laughs> <laughs> and then it just kept like replaying in my head and I just thought it was really funny so I I mean that's usually how all of those things totally uh, there was another one I don't think I have anything with it on there but I made a present for a friend that said like Cinderella didn't have to take her dress off to meet Prince Charming but I'm not Cinderella <laughs> That was just like a stupid inspirational meme that I saw on like a random Instagram, and then I just tacked on the last part. Oh my goodness, I love it! No, keep it up because those are I love it so much. I really don't even consider that someone wouldn't think it was funny. Like, sure, Instagram is such like a positive place. Mm. I keep talking about it. It's really the only place that I post anything, so that's why it's like the focus of no it's smart yeah so I, I never post things thinking like that pe- that people are going to be like angry with me for blah 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 just kind of like what totally. putting putting constantly putting things out there totally no that's that's really cool because I I'm not naturally funny and so if I ever think of something funny I get super self-conscious trying <laughs> trying to put it into art because I feel like I think I'm the only one who thinks this is funny so I love it when people are just very confident. And of course, your sense of humor, I think, is probably more broadly appreciated and relatable. Um, so I, I, that's just been something I've been wondering about. So that's cool. Well, I'll definitely from the time text the thing out to like five people and see what they. they Ooh, really- I like it. It's like a focus <laughs> group. Before I'll like, get invested, I'll be like, I'll text my boyfriend, I'll be like, hey, is this funny? <laughs> 
I love that. I feel it's like kind of a normal thing to do in LA. Like everyone's like, should I tweet that? I don't. I don't really hang out at their places, so I don't know. I need to have my focus group first. Just a minute, guys. I definitely have a focus group. That's so cool. I love it. Uh, What makes you feel creatively fulfilled on a daily basis? So, like, let's say you have a day where you have to make, I don't know how many is normal, 20 of your animal vases. And, um, you know, that's a little bit repetitive, so maybe you're not able to get your fresh creative inspiration out. Is there something that you like to do on a daily basis that kind of helps you feel creatively fulfilled? Um, sometimes I'll like, if I have to do multiples, like in between vases, I'll have like a little handful of clay left over. And like with that, I'll make something else, like just something random. And that's like, I don't know if you're on my page right now like that little strawberry candy guy that I made just one of those things I just had like a little bit of clay and I just made that so it's just like those kinds of things really if things are getting too repetitive and I just need to like snap out of it for a second that's definitely yeah but I'd say for the most part I'm pretty easily creatively fulfilled just doing like anything really does it for me do you um have relationships with other artists and obviously you do because you are you're living with one right now um and has that community you've kind of addressed this a little bit before but been supportive or has it been tricky for you to break into i'd love to maybe go into a little bit more depth about your experience so far um i think people have been pretty supportive of me i feel i don't nothing comes to mind of like a feeling of rejection that like I haven't just been like, oh well you're dumb too. <laughs> and then just like move past it. Yes. But um yeah, uh, my friend that I'm living with, Lorian Stern is her name. She's awesome. She's super great ceramic artist and I have so much fun and like I really like her artwork. So I think it's just like a lot of fun to be making something with someone that you like and our stuff is different enough that but it's I don't know it's it's connected in a lot of ways you can tell immediately so that's really cool I definitely feel like um a connection with her artistically hmm. how our that's brains awesome. work yeah that Which, was, and that's so cool it's the first time real I mean oh no that's a lie I, I have that with a couple other of my friends that I feel very our, I feel like our brains are very connected based on the artwork that we're making. That's cool. Um, when people experience your art and are looking at it and appreciating it, what is the number one emotion you really want them to walk away feeling? Okay, I want to say compassion. That's Because cool. they're just like, my sculptures are just really like, I mean, they're like cute babies. Like they're little guys with faces. When I look at them, I'm like, you just want love. You just want to be loved, you little You little cutie pies. They are adorable. I seriously love them. Yeah. That's what I like it when people pick them up and they're like, oh, like how you do at a baby at the grocery store. You're like, look at him. (laughs) So cute. They are adorable. I'm literally looking at them right now and like, I can't stop smiling whenever I look at them. They're just the cutest. Have you, um, have you, do you like have them on display anywhere or is it primarily, um, just your online store that you're selling through right now? Um, 
it, I I do have them at a few stores in. Oh, I have some at a store in Philadelphia called Hello Yowie. Oh, They're that's on cool. Kind of random. That's awesome. I know, but this store is like I almost want to fly there and go look at it. It looks so cute. And the girl who owns the store, I talked to her online. I'm like, are we friends or is it purely business? Because you're really cool. But uh, that's so awesome. And then there's. Um, a store, a few stores in New York. Um, the Ticktail Market has some, and Shop or Friends NYC, and a store called American Two Shot has my stuff. So definitely in stores. I'm right now kind of hoarding the ones that I do have, trying to build up an inventory so I don't get um, insanely overwhelmed for. Christmas. What do you think, what What are you going to do? Like, how are you going to scale if it just continues to explode? Because, I mean, people obviously want that personal artist touch. So it's not like you can multiply yourself. Like, <laughs> what's going to happen? <laughs> on, when I get, like, a particularly large, or I get, like, overwhelmed with the amount that I want to make, I've now semi-employed my boyfriend where I taught him how to make like the tube part of it and then I'll put the faces on it and it's still like and then we'd end up getting like spacing out and talking and I don't even think I get any more done on those days but <laughs> it's fun to like cut out one part of the making process yes. but um and I probably spent just as much time like fixing up the tubes that he makes like than it would for me to just make it but I I like I really try and like sit and think, I'm like, how can I make this easier? Like, is there some way I can make a mold like of the shape? But I just, I just, just don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's, that's such an awesome problem to have, but I, I'll yeah. be uh, anxiously awaiting uh, what you come up with in that solution. But um, do you think that the animal vases, I would just love it saying it like that. Um, is that your proudest moment you think so far creatively, or is there maybe another moment or uh creation that you feel is your proudest moment so far I feel like it's definitely the dog vases like I I went into or I was like walking around a uh, craft festival and I was talking to this girl and she's like oh I know who you are you make the dog vases and I was like oh yeah I do that's me <laughs> Duh, you what a great feeling like, in my head, I was like, oh, my freaking God. Like, that's so cool. Like, I've made it. Yeah. <laughs> that is so awesome. I was so excited about it. I bet. 400 people. Um, my whole focus group. <laughs> yeah, I love it. That's so cool. Um, and this is another, here's a question I love asking because I just never know what people are going to say to it, but what's uh, something that you wish people knew about you that maybe they don't know? Okay. I have no idea. I feel like I'm You're like, an open book. yeah, I, like, I don't know. Anytime I'm like, what do you do? Like besides the things that you obviously do, I'm like, I have no idea. Like, I don't like, know that I have like an identity outside of, like the one or I don't know I have no honestly you you sent me like prep questions and I thought about it for five days I have no answer it's all good 
people usually say. Hey, I appreciate honesty. That's that's what I dig. <laughs> Do you have any favorite uh, TV shows, movies, books, art, anything that's really fun or inspirational for you lately? Yeah, I just read a really, and I sound really smart saying that I never, ever read, ever. Um, Maybe that's the thing you should know about me. I I graduated college. I said, I will never read a book again. (laughs) I got like walking. But um, I did read one book because this woman, Jen Remolini, I hope I'm saying her last name right, um, that I knew briefly when I was doing another podcast for Hello Giggles, who I just thought was so cool. Um, she wrote a book called weird in a world that's not, and I was like, that's how I feel. And so I bought it on Kindle and I read it and I thought it was so good. It's just about like, I, it's like a self-help book and, but not like so preachy. It's just about like her, like building a career and figuring like not knowing what she wants and figuring it out. And then, um, other good advice, like how to not sound insane in email, which I didn't realize how insane I sounded in emails until I read it and was oh, horrified. No. <laughs> but um, yeah, stuff like that. Like, So like, were you just, you kind of write probably how you speak and people just yeah. easily misread that and project their own well, meaning I, on I it? Well, I a lot of exclamation points oh, gotcha. and sound really Excited totally. and it's because I am really excited and about things and yes. one thing she said that I definitely do were like I'll open up the thing and like I said I hate reading like even emails so I'll open it and I'll like zip through it really fast absorb no information get really excited freak out respond and then I'll wait 10 minutes and then I'll um, realize I answered none of the questions and I said something insane. (laughs) It's a good good plan. I don't know if you noticed, I waited three hours to respond to your email. That was intentional because I had to think of something normal to say. Wow. I'm super impressed. Now I'm practicing. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty rad. Go you. Yeah. No, I I'm, think that, yeah. I'm a better person for just that one thing I'm now doing. My takeaway. I really respect, um, like, creative authors that can write stuff that's just so relatable that we all struggle with. Because I totally do that. Like, except maybe on the other extreme, like, I'll carefully craft every word to be super diplomatic in an email. I mean, I'll even take an hour or two just to write a short email sometimes because I am hyper conscious which can be debilitating and yeah. a bad habit too so i totally like on the other end of the spectrum totally get it yeah good for you that's cool i'll have to check that book out it sounds like a really good read it is yeah i definitely recommend it sweet uh, on that tv while working with lorian the big difference we have is that she loves scary movies and like i like to watch like true crime but she likes that, and now she started to be like, let's watch this terrifying movie. And then I stay up for six days, like, where's the, t- where's the devil man going to come out of? Like, 
we're in the middle of freaking nowhere. It's so scary, like without it. But I'm starting actually to enjoy to enjoy scary movies. So wow! Oh man, we watched Silent Hill the other day. Oh boy, and I really liked it. <laughs> it's a turning and, point in your life. <laughs> like I went on like a, a long car ride with like. Um, my boyfriend after we watched it and I was just we had like a two hour conversation where we like really broke down the movie and talked about like all of the concepts of it like represent whatever and uh, I was like oh I guess I really like scary movies now so oh boy it's a turning point no I get you I'm I'm easily freaked out I was really scared to go see it um and then and then we did and then I, I was like, oh, okay. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. So I was, I was very relieved, but I'm, I'm terrified of scary movies. Yeah. I, I can't decide if I want to see it. I don't know how the difference it'll make to see it in theaters than on like the small TV that we're watching now. I think that makes it a little easier. Also our internet is bad. So it like will pause sometimes and like diffuse really scary scenes for me. I think maybe those elements are actually tricking me into thinking I can handle it. Hey, it works. That's that's all that matters. I love it. So are you working like seven days a week on your sculptures or do you like to try to take a weekend? Um, I'm working seven days a week. Holy smokes. It's like the, it's my favorite thing to do. Well, Hey, I mean, I guess that works. I mean, now I kind of even consider it a weekend We've been going to the gym every day, and so that's my like vacation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, oh, we're leaving. Um, but yeah, no, I work every single day. Wow. I, I mean, that's incredible. I really love working. <laughs> I, hope... I love. I'm obsessed with working. <laughs> You know, that's uh, honestly, that is the biggest recurring thing I've heard so far in these interviews is every artist that has experienced any, any amount of success, like they just are like, they work so hard. It's unbelievable to me. And really, it seems like that is the most important ingredient and that the rest will follow. So that's, that's really, that's really cool. What do you do for workouts? What's your favorite thing to do lately? Well, this gym that we work out at, it has this thing that's like a circle of machinery and then there's a countdown clock. So you go around the circle twice and do each thing. So now at this point I have it, I'll do 30 minutes on the elliptical and then I'll do once around the circle, which is mostly like arms stuff. Sweet. So you're super buff. So I'm so buff. I followed uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's trainer on Instagram, so things are changing. So, so you're really serious now. Yeah, I have a six pack. <laughs> Just kidding, I don't. But maybe one day <laughs> that'd be really cool if I could. That's have when you know it's serious when when you start following longer. Instagram people. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, I love it. So, because I was going to ask when it's when it's a Saturday or you have a day off, like what does your perfect day look like? But it sounds like your perfect day looks like making stuff, which is cool. Yeah. Sometimes I'll be like, today's a vacation day and I'll just make like other, I'll like paint. I'll just do like something <laughs> different than like what I usually do. I love it. 
yeah. something a little bit different. That's cool. Um, so the next question is certainly one that people like to ask. Um, and I find it a little cheesy, but also interesting to hear what people answer. Um, and that is if maybe you could travel back to your teenage self or even your childhood self and could give yourself just one tip that might help you survive childhood and your teenage years. Um, what do you think you might have said to yourself? I'd probably say like, stop eating like half of a cake every single day. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. That's a bummer okay. of a tip. I did, I did stop eventually. <laughs> but that would probably be my biggest, I'd probably be like, go on a walk. That sounds like a great childhood right there. Half a cake yeah. every day. Yeah. Well, that's, I think, was my high school creative outlet is that I'd make a cake and then I'd decorate it. And like the decorating part was so fun. But then I would just sit and eat the cake. And then I was like all in, I was like insecure about my body. You're as just enjoying the fruits of your labor, so <laughs> the opposite. So I'm, enjoying the, I'm enjoying the enjoying the of my labor. <laughs> um, is there anything, of course, besides the vases, which we will absolutely link to, anything in particular you'd like to plug? Anything coming up that you're excited about? Any shows? Um, yeah, like to talk about? Um, I have a show in denver colorado Sweet. at the black book gallery i don't know the times but there's a bit of time it's a uh, november 3rd awesome. so is there like a like an event bright page or anything like that um no i haven't it's just okay cool listed on their website but Sweet. obviously like closer to it i'll be posting awesome about it yeah i'll make sure I, I link to that absolutely that's exciting yeah. have you done many of those like are they nerve-wracking for you or do you really enjoy them um, I haven't done a lot of solo stuff, so I'm definitely like nervous, but I'm also trying to proceed with caution just because a lot of times when like I have to, I'm like going to fill a room or do a display or something. I, I have a real Italian grandma approach to it where I'll just bring so, so, so much stuff. And then it looks like a scary Pee-wee's Playhouse, but like tens of thousands. And it's so overwhelming. and You can't really look at anything. So I'm definitely, I'm like stressed out, but it's because I make so, so, so much stuff. I'm really trying to like, weed things down into like what are the best things totally is there a is there a theme for the show or um yeah the theme i picked is um like like gifts that you would buy in a catalog like harry and david pears oh cool and uh edible i made an edible arrangement oh sweet that's (laughs) gonna be so cool yeah oh man i can't wait to see pictures (laughs) It's going to be cool. Yeah. And are they all going to have cute little faces? Oh, yeah. Oh, snap. Mm -hmm. The best. That is so cool. Well, Katie, it's been so cool chatting with you. Thank you for letting me pepper you with questions. No, I loved it.